Welcome to the Bold and Balanced Mama podcast, where we will learn how to cultivate a lively, fierce, fun, and unashamed motherhood. We see it everywhere, this culture of a burnt-out mom being the norm. This hot mess mom running on fumes is not the life we were called to live. We are meant to thrive as women who run after God first and then pour into our family from a full and well-cared-for heart, soul, and body. We see every other mom doing it all, yet most of us deep down are struggling to be it all. There is balance as a mom. I don't believe it is a myth, but that will look different for all of us. And there is a healthy way to do this without running ourselves to the ground trying. We will be talking all things health, wellness, mindset, and pursuing what God has for us in the season we're in. I can't wait to chat with you. So grab a cup of coffee or a matcha or listen while you're doing the dishes or folding the many loads of laundry, mama. This is your host, Caitlin Martinez. Enjoy the show. Welcome back. I'm so pumped you're here. And I want to first apologize for the lapse in podcast. If you didn't know, I'm in Nutritional Therapy Association School, becoming a nutritional therapy practitioner. I'm in full swing of swim team and life has just been hectic. And so consequently, consequently, (laughs) this has taken a backseat to my life right now. But I am in for it right here, right now, talking about macros. If you have followed any of my Instagram posts or any of my stories, or you're listening to the podcast before, you've probably heard me talk about macros and why it's important to eat enough, eat often, um, to nourish your body, mind, and your soul, especially if you're a busy mom like me, you have to balance a lot of plates. We don't realize how important macros are are and especially micronutrients. So Caitlin, what are macros and what are micronutrients? Why does it even matter? Why should I care? If you're in the fitness industry, your fitness world, or you work out, or you've, like you me, tried to diet a lot to lose weight, you've heard if it fits your macros. That is a company and I do not, do not back what they do, what they say. And it's not about just fitting your macros. And why is that? Because if you hit, per se, your protein intake that day, tracking your macros means tracking your protein, carbs, and fat, the three macronutrients. The big ones, you need these in large amounts, right? That's why it's called macronutrients compared to micronutrients. And we'll go into that in a second. When you're tracking your macronutrients, you go in there and find a a macro tracker. And at the end of the day, if you hit those markers say you need 130 grams of protein. Awesome. I hit it or I hit my fat at like 45 grams of fat, which is way too low by the way. And we'll hit that later on, but you're not looking into what quality of food you have. You're not looking into how often you're eating. You're not looking into if you're even absorbing the food you're eating. You're not looking in the vitamins and nutrients or the variety of food you're eating. I am really, really against macro tracking when it comes to just hitting the macros. I'm all for tracking your food, 
to see if you're getting enough calories, to see if you're getting enough protein and carbs and micronutrients. Now, they're not perfect. And I'll talk about the apps later on. But as a mom, as a female, it doesn't matter, as a human being, when I'm talking specifically to you, mom, right now, I think most of you are not eating enough. And if you are eating, you're probably binging at night because you haven't eaten all day. You're chugging down coffee because you're exhausted. And these are all key signs that your body is screaming for nutrient-dense foods, that your body is not working right. Hormonal hormonal imbalances, digestive issues, sleep issues. These are all stemming from nutrition issues, okay? So it all starts with food. And that's what we're trained in, in, in to be an NTP is it all starts with quality nutrient-dense foods. If you listen to my last podcast and how... Sadly, our food industries have depleted our nutrients and vitamins. And a lot of foods are called Franken foods. There's not even foods on the shelves. And it's just disgusting what's under our health. But you can fight this and you can choose better quality foods that have a wide variety of macro and micronutrients. So we're going to dive into that today. They're not all the same. We talked about that. You can calculate macros, but it's not going to be the same for you in every season. It's not going to be the same. For example, you go on Instagram and you follow these people or YouTubers that show what they eat in a day, which probably is not enough. Uh, And then you follow what they're eating. You're like, okay, I'm going to make that food. And you feel like garbage because we are all bio-individual and it doesn't calculate for everybody the right way. What does that mean, Caitlin? I mean, if you go and follow a meal plan to a T, if you were given this meal plan, even functional medicine doctors that I've I've worked with have given me really poor meal plans where my body felt like garbage because it was not bio-individual to me. It didn't work for me. We're not taking into account the digestive issues or the blood sugar regulation issues that you have. We're not taking into account the amount of stress that you have, or if you're nursing or you're trying to get pregnant or you are pregnant, we're not taking into account all of those things. So if you are following a meal plan and it's working for someone else, and yet you're so frustrated because it's not working for you, nothing, it's not because the meal plan's wrong. It works for them. It works for them but it may not work for you. And that is okay. You keep tweaking it. You keep tweaking the macros and the, and the different kind of foods But that. Maybe look at that meal plan as a template, right? So where do you start? You start with a TDE total. I had to go look at it, but TDE, go look it up, Google it. You go in and this helps you to see how much calories you need to even function um, for the day. So it takes into account like a lot of different factors in your body what um, amount of exercise you're doing, if you're breastfeeding and things like this, you go in there and total daily expenditure is what it stands for. Thank you, brain. Love that. So you go in and you figure out like how many calories you need. And what's crazy is so many women are under eating and don't even know it. Don't even know. I don't know where the magic number of 1200 calories a day came from, but so many women think they have to hit that or eat little, little, little to lose weight. Losing weight does not mean you're healthy. It doesn't. We need to get that equation out of our heads because it's what we see and we're bombarded with. We have to lose weight. We have to lose weight. We have to eat less, work out more, eat less. Like that is so damaging. So it starts with the food. You find out how much calories you need. And if you're breastfeeding or a nurse, like, or pregnant, you're going to need more. If you're working out harder or you're under a lot of stress, you're probably going to need more. I'm not saying more sugar. I'm not saying more unhealthy foods. I'm saying more calories with nutrient density in them. So you start with the basic needs. For example, protein. 
Oh, women really struggle with this. Like I talk to so many women who struggle to hit their protein intake. They don't like meat or they don't eat big enough portions of meat or they're just eating a certain kind of meat. For example, white chicken breast, which is very low nutritional value, by the way. It has protein and it's low in fat, but there's like not enough compared to dark meat, which has a ton of more nutrients and good fats. Finding good quality proteins. So sourcing proteins like soaked um, nuts and seeds, quality protein like Hello the Egg, pasture-raised eggs are incredible. And you have to know your farmer and make sure you're getting the right quality of chicken and quality of eggs. It may say cage-free or free-range, and that doesn't mean anything, guys. That means that they are let out for a little bit of time or they have this really small portion of land they're allowed to go on, but you have no idea what they're eating. They may be free range, but that's not mean they're living out in the pasture. They're not eating the bugs and the grubs and all the things they need. If they are feeding, if they are being fed grain, which you'll see a lot, vegetarian fed, which is like a huge marketing ploy. And vegetarian fed means they're fed corn and it's probably GMO. And genetically, genetically modified corn is not what chickens need to eat. Okay. If they are supplementally fed, which is not ideal, but that's better than GMO corn they're eating, they need to be making sure that it's corn, non-GMO and soy free. Okay. So that's what you need to know. That's why it's so important not to just grab eggs off the shelf in the grocery store. Like the best way to find food that's locally sourced is knowing your farmer and knowing what they feed their food, how they take care of the animals, things like that. Those are important Why, Caitlin? Because they have more nutrients in them. Grass-fed beef has more good, healthy omegas, fatty acids, all these things, quality, like it's not unhealthy with antibiotics. It's not in a cage where it can get sick. It's where it should be. If you're eating sick food, you're going to be sick. If you're eating low quality food, you're going to feel low quality. Your body's going to be low quality. You are what you absorb. And it starts with feeding your body at a cellular level with quality food. So things for proteins, things like, um, like quality pork, grass fed liver and awful. Awful is like hearts, kidneys, um, liver from quality, um, animals, grass fed beef, grass fed beef, grass fed and finished beef. A lot of people, farmers, say grass-fed beef when really they just finished off the animal. They were partly grazed or raised on land with grass, but they weren't, at the end, they were given supplemental feed. You want all the way their whole life on grass. That is super important. Talked about eggs, talked about chickens, uh, wild-caught salmon and seafood, and you want to get not tuna or a large uh, fish that contain a lot of toxins and mercury. You want on the smaller scale, like sardines. Sardines are powerhouses for omega three, omega sixes. You and tons of protein in those and good fats as well. You want to find wild caught sardines in olive oil. And I also have like smoked ones as well. So I put those in a salad. You make it like a tuna, but really don't eat tuna maybe once a month and make sure it's wild caught. If not, you're really giving your body a lot of toxins, possibly even if it's wild caught. Okay. So wild-caught salmon, wild-caught sardines, oysters are full of zinc and iron and so many good things. That's why it's super important that you eat 
meat. That's why it's super important that you eat quality, locally sourced, nutrient-dense meat. And if you're a vegan or you're a vegetarian or you're like plant-based and consuming no animal products and you're wanting to reintroduce them, make sure you get some enzymes in you because your body has not digested meats in a long time. And so it's not used to it. So introducing like urban moonshine bitters and um, apple cider vinegar, things like this, right? As you're eating the meat will help your body um, digest it and absorb it better than just not eating anything with it. So eating quality proteins. Let's talk about carbs. Now carbs are often demonized as well. And carbs can mean that they are in the form of grain, which you hear a lot, or sweets or um, things like that. But you want to find carbs in a wide variety of plants and not as much grains. If we do consume grains, the best way to consume grains is soaking them and sprouting them. That's why I say buy sprouted oatmeal. Make sure a lot of us are gluten intolerant and don't even know it. So trying to get gluten free foods. I'm not saying, I don't want you to hear me. Are you listening? Are you listening? Do not go buy all the gluten-free processed foods because you are, there are so many foods out in nature that are naturally gluten-free and getting sucked into that ploy of gluten-free foods. You're getting all the junk that comes with it and a lot of sugar and unhealthy oils, things like that that you don't want to consume just because you have to avoid gluten and to cut corners um, for convenience, right? So quality, 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 nutrient-dense carbohydrates comes from tubers like sweet potatoes and butternut squash. Um, other squashes are very good. And eating in seasonally means like, for example, eating butternut squash and sweet potatoes and things like that when they're in their prime, which is like in the winter. I, it's not like the best example for me because I eat sweet potatoes all the time, but quality organic potatoes, organic sweet potatoes, organic raw carrots every day are incredibly helpful for releasing toxins out of your body, out of your liver, and in estrogen dominance, helping digestion. And I, ha I have a great video on my Instagram feed that has the ingredients for a great raw carrot salad that is awesome for all those things that I consume daily. So you can hit me up on Instagram for that one as well. So other carbs, quality organic fruits and vegetables. You want to choose fruits and vegetables from the dirty dozen, not from the dirty dozen list. So if they are from the dirty dozen list, make sure those are organic. They are going to be highly sprayed in pesticides, herbicides, things like that. For example, you want to get um, organic strawberries in season when this summer, right? Organic sweet potatoes because this, they're grown in the ground and they absorb all that junk. Uh, I always buy organic carrots, organic apples, um, organic trying to think off the top of my head. There's a list. You can go Google it, but those are just a few of those. Organic berries, always, always organic berries and best during the summer or like buying them frozen because they're like way cheaper when they're frozen, right? And then buying uh, locally sourced organic, if you can, vegetables. So organic kale, like any leafy greens needs to be organic. And then tomatoes need to be organic. Bell pepper need to be organic. Those are just other things. But having a wide variety of carbs and not just eating rice and broccoli every day, that's why I'm so against meal prepping like that. And you're eating the same foods all the time. Your body is not getting the variety of nutrients and minerals and proteins and carbohydrates that it needs. Your body needs your gut microbiome. Your cells need a wide variety of foods. And that starts with eating a wide variety of colors and, and their peak 
when they're picked at their season, they have the max amount of nutrients. For example, if you're eating oranges right now, those are not a summer food. Okay. We're in the summer right now. It's in June. You want to eat oranges when they're at the peak of their nutrients in the winter, apples in the fall, things like that. Okay. So we talked about carbs. Uh, Okay. So I talked about tubers, things like this. Um, Beets are a powerhouse for your liver. They help bile production. They help detoxify your liver. And so I, the best way to do it is I do, I get whole organic beets, buy organic beets, and I cut off the top of the greens if they have the greens on them. I, I peel them. I cut them up enough thin, not super thin, but I dice them up a little bit. Um, and I put them in my Instapot and I steam them. And that's why I put on my salads every day or not every day, but I, I put, eat them a lot. My, my Zoe girl, she loves them. She loves beets. So they're super, super good for you. So that's a high carbohydrate plant, you know, carb. So you can do things like those. You can also do quality fruits. Talked about that. Oh, grains. Yes. Grains you want to soak and sprout. So soaking your uh, rice, white rice preferably because it is better on digestion and always get organic white rice because it's not full of arsenic and you want to soak that and prep it. Soak your oats, things like that. Um, sour sourdough breads are awesome. I cannot do sourdough breads, but if you want to do gluten-free sourdough bread, then do that. They're better for your gut to digest the food and make sure it's quality organic flour that you're using. Alrighty. So those are carbs, carbs, protein. Now we're heading into fats. So many women are fearful of fats. We've taught fat makes you fat and you shouldn't have fat. And if you do, it's a limited amount. Like my TDE or my macro calculator would give me 40 grams of fat a day. Like that is not enough to make good hormones. Your hormones need fat. Your muscles need fat. Your brain needs fat. You need fat. I'm not talking about, hear me out. I am not talking about canola oil and soybean oil and all those other oils like safflower oil and grapeseed oil. Those are very harmful and inflammatory. You want good nutrient-dense fats and that comes from animals and some from plants. So like olive oil is awesome, but you want to make sure you eat olive oil cold. Never, ever, ever heat up olive oil. Avocado oil is a good plant um, fat that is good, but make sure it's in a dark container. Things like these, you need to know about your fats. Another one, uh, this is incredibly beneficial is ghee. If you can tolerate ghee, which I am, if you can't tolerate butter because you're like lactose intolerant, having struggled, struggling with um, digesting butter and uh, lactose and milk products, again, ghee removes that protein. I think it's casein. And so I make my homemade ghee. Go Google it. You just heat up the ghee or the butter, grass-fed butter on the stove, remove that protein, and I love ghee. It's so good for you. So cooking with ghee, because that can be at a high temperature, cooking with avocado oil, cooking with coconut oil, organic coconut oil is powerful. It's really cheap at Costco if you have Costco membership. I'm throwing a lot at you, so just bear with me. Uh, tallow, lard, quality animals. All right. Always quality animals. Fatworks is a great, Epic is a great company. Both of those companies that are in stores have these fats, duck fat, quality bacon fat. These are all good to cook with. Why do I even eat fat, Caitlin? If you're not consuming fats with your meals every single time, your bile production is not going to be there. Like your fat is helping your body to absorb those vitamins. It's helping to your body to digest the food. It's slowing the absorption of your food. That way you're not crashing. If you've noticed you eat like a 
for example, a smoothie without any fat in it and you crash because there's no fat in it. Even if you have protein in it, you have to have some sort of fat with that. Or say you have a bagel and like turkey bacon. That's not enough fat in those things. So you're not, you're going to be crashing tons of, tons of sugar and tons of carbs that are processed, but that's a whole other topic. Making sure there's like, you get fats from nuts and seeds and, but just don't overdo the nut and seed butter. Those are very high in polyunsaturated fats. So just limit those. Aim for getting ghee, grass-fed ghee, grass-fed butter, all those other um, things that I listed. Those are good quality fats. All right. Those other macronutrients. Oh, I mentioned this. Fats help you absorb. I didn't mention this. Fats help you absorb fat-soluble vitamins. If you don't have fats in your diet, you're not going to absorb vitamins like D, K, E, and A, which are vital for us for optimal living. Do you know how many women I see who are nutrient deficient in these things all the time? And guess what they're struggling with? Thyroid issues. So if we're not eating enough quality fats, we're not able to absorb the vitamins. Um, we may be taking them, but if you don't have the fats to help you absorb them, they're not going to be stored into your fat. They're not going to be absorbing into your system. All right. So those are vitamins. I skipped ahead a little bit, but let's talk about micronutrients. Micronutrients come in the form of minerals and vitamins, vitamins and minerals, which we do not make in the body very little. We don't make any minerals in the body. We can't make vitamin D from sitting out in the sun through our skin, but most we cannot. Okay. And things like B vitamins, things be like, for example, vitamin B12, you can only get from animal products. And that's why so many vegans or plant-based people are so energy like deficient. They're vitamin deficient because they're not getting any B vitamins. B vitamins are in powerhouses like eggs and grass-fed beef and liver. Vitamin D, KE are in raw dairy, things like this that we, a lot of vegans are plant-based or vegetarian, whatever you say, if you're not consuming meat or animal products, you're missing out on these key vitamins. Minerals. We don't realize that we're walking around mineral deficient. The number one thing I see in, in my scope of genius right now and my friends is that we're magnesium deficient. It's the number one mineral that goes when we're stressed. We burn through it like crazy. And so everybody, I believe everybody needs to be on a magnesium. Like that is the number one supplement that everybody needs to be on. And I don't say that lightly because not everybody should take every supplement. And that's, we're going to go into that later. But magnesium bicarbonate. Um, I just started taking it and I feel incredible on it. Uh, not everybody can absorb the same amount of same kind of magnesium. So for example, you'll see calm a lot and that is great for constipation, but it's not the best source of magnesium and help you go to the bathroom. So if you're having trouble with bathroom or like pooping or being constipated, um, magnesium is key. And I recommend getting magnesium glycate or the most absorbable kinds of what I'm on as well is a magnesium bicarbonate. So it has sodium and potassium and magnesium in it. And it's from mitigate stress. I'll put the link in the show notes and I take it every single day. I'm an athlete. So it says on the bottle for an, an ounce a day, I take it mid afternoon and I feel incredible. I took it. I didn't take magnesium for the last three or four days and I was on a trip and I felt like garbage among other things. But I just, I know I was magnesium deficient and I was super stressed out with traveling. So that just goes to show I needed magnesium, right? So getting those in, um, another key thing is making sure you have electrolytes and that is sodium, potassium, chloride, getting those in your water daily. There are great companies like Element, which has all those sodium, magnesium, and potassium in them. Uh, but I, I also love taking trace minerals. I also love taking 
um, just like different kind of salts in my water. If you're not putting salt in your water, you're not going to absorb the salt at a cellular level. And you may be peeing throughout the day and thinking you're de- thinking you're hydrated, even if your pee is clear. But if you're still peeing a lot, that's a sign that you're not absorbing the water. Um, and so I know that sounds super weird. Like Caitlin, I'm drinking the water. You need electrolytes to hit, get those minerals, get the water into your cells. And that's why you still may be super thirsty. If you find yourself drinking a ton of water but still not feeling hydrated and you're thirsty, that is a sign that you need some electrolytes in your system. Okay. All right. So we've talked about all those and macros and micros and the importance of it. Don't be overwhelmed by the amount of information I'm giving you, but I want you to start tracking. So key thing, start a TDE. How many calories do you need a day? And then start seeing, am I hitting all my macro and micronutrients? And I can show you on Instagram. I'm going to make a video on how to show your micronutrients. Put in your supplements. If you're not eating liver, like that is a key liver, key ingredient. Oh my gosh. Sorry. That is a key supplement that I do not like eating liver. I've not worked on my palate and tasting liver and well, I just can't do it. So I take a liver supplement. I love perfect supplements. I feel a big difference in it from other companies that I've tried and it's on Amazon. So I take perfect supplements for desiccated liver pills a day. And I feel incredible. Again, didn't take them for the last four days, felt like garbage. So I forgot my supplements and I didn't feel well you will see a big difference in your skin and your nails and your energy and your focus. It just has so much in it. So getting liver into your body, that's the easiest way to do it is taking it in a pill. So I take that every day. Um, and then finding out your micronutrients, like if you start tracking for a couple of days and you're seeing that you need some certain things in your diet, reach out to me. But if not, uh, Google it. Like you just Google what's a great source for vitamin B, like B vitamins. Hello, eggs will come up. Not just eggs, but egg yolks. Eat the yolk. Do you hear me? I said stop eating just egg whites. Eat the yolk. You're missing so many nutrients if you're not and protein if you're not eating um the egg yolk. Cool. All right, cool. I can go on for days about this girlfriend. Like I talk and talk and talk. So bear with me. And there'll be more as I'm learning in school, but I'll share with you these things. Get your caloric intake, making sure that you're eating enough, eating often enough. That means every three to four hours, then an hour of waking, making sure that you're getting fats, protein, and carb at every meal, and that you're eating a wide variety of foods. We'll go into more on how to prepare foods and what that looks like. I know it can be super overwhelming. Food is so personal. Food is nourishing, but food is emotional. And if you're like me and stressed out a lot, sometimes like eating to that dopamine fix and emotionally eating is a big deal or not eating because you're stressed out. Food is a big deal and it's hard to talk about. I totally understand. There's also a lot out there on food, but I hope that this is helpful today. I hope that I gave you a starting point in where to start where do I begin in tracking my macros and micros? I have a great short ebook that I made that is very powerful. That has a lot of information on all of these. It breaks it down more than I talk about right now on the podcast. And so that will be a link in the show notes. Um, So just go and get that and share. And thank you for listening. Thank you for staying staying tuned in and giving it a chance give yourself grace. Know that you're not perfect. and No one's expecting perfection. Just begin with one small habit that may be 
I mean, I talk about this, getting your half your body weight in water a day. That is your primary goal of hydrated water, meaning it has electrolytes in it. So if you weigh 150 pounds, getting 75 ounces of water a day, a small habit, and then just add small habits every single day. And you'll start noticing a big difference in your macro and micros as you track. I hope that you have a fantastic week and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I would love to hear from you. Would you do me a favor? Would you hop over on Facebook or Instagram and send me a message? I want to hear what you loved about this week's episode and how it impacted you. Then, if you did love it, can you hop over on Instagram and share in your stories this episode and tag me in it? I will be sure to share it on my stories as well. Last thing, make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss an episode. I'll be dropping one every Monday. I appreciate it. Until next time. 